Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. E-S-N-Y. What up? Welcome back. Episode 110 of the Wide Right Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey. As always, of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. For the third straight episode, friend of the program, Rob Lettinen, will be joining us. And it's draft season. Less than two weeks until the NFL draft. So right now, it's Friday, April 15th. Thursday, April 28th. The Jaguars will be on the clock with the first overall pick. At least that's what we think right now. They may trade out of it. Who knows? I don't think they will. I don't think they should because they're that bad and they have so many holes to fill on the roster. They need that number one pick. But point is, in less than two weeks, the draft will be here. And to honor the occasion, Robbie and I have a full first round mock draft. I'll be handling the odd number picks because the Giants are my team and the Giants have the number five and seven picks. Robbie will be handling the even number picks. He's a Jets guy and the Jets have the number four and 10 overall picks. Obviously, either team has a bunch of holes in and around the roster coming off poor four win uh, 2021 season. So uh, we'll be giving you our picks, our predictions for the first uh, whole first round, telling you how the opening round shapes up. Uh and yeah, let's get to it. What's up, dude? How you doing, my man? Good. You ready to do this? Oh, yeah. Can't wait to get roasted for, you know, every <laughs> fan to say, oh, we're not taking that, but it'll be a good Before time. we started recording, for everybody to know, I realized that I, I mocked two different tackles to the Texans, so I was like, yo, can we change? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, it was, because we took it, like, we did it on separate times, like remember, yeah. like we, it was like you would fill one out and I would fill the next one out, and then like, but it would be like on average like eighteen hours apart because like, like oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck. because I wouldn't check and then I'd be like, oh, I gotta fill this in, and then I fill it, in, and then yeah. I check for another like twenty four hours, and then that's when I ultimately was like, dude, we gotta FaceTime and just finish this because there's no way yeah. like yeah, it's gonna yeah. So I had like I had two tackles to the Texans, and I'm like, yeah, they may already give me shit already for having oh, cross not going until number thirteen, <laughs> yeah. But that's how it is. But um, all right, so I'm for everybody. I have odds. Robbie has evens, and that's because the Giants have two odd picks and the Jets have two even picks. And we did not do trades, most because, in my opinion, I think that's like real, like that's real imaginary type shit, like to yeah. mock yeah. picks and trades. Yeah, like when people do lot. like way too early mocks a year before, and then they also include trades, and I'm like, what are you? Doing? Uh, yeah, it's absurd. It's like, dude, how are you predicting? You a, like, first of all, you have to predict the position that everyone's going to be in, and then the trade yeah. that they're going to make for some reason. Well, don't they do the Super Bowl odds and they flip them? Yeah, they do. They, so yeah. yeah, so I mean, but the even odds, then, the, like the last order, year, yeah, even yeah, then, like the Bengals were what? 
Yeah, the Bengals and the Jaguars are pretty sure had the same odds. I'm not, I'm not, I, I saw that. I can't tell you which specific sports book, but yeah. um, they had like the same odds. They're probably most sports books, but um, close I, so, to the same odds. The Bengals were definitely top five or top seven. Yeah, exactly. And now they're picking 31, so completely yeah, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They definitely had them top 10. Um, yeah. But, uh, all right, so number one, Jaguars on the clock, first pick. I took uh, Aiden Hutchinson, Michigan edge. So in my in my mock that I did for ESNY, I did. I actually took Evan Neal with this pick. I think that is actually sort of uh, a route they could take just because of Trevor Lawrence. I think they need a tackle to help protect him. And they really want to, they already wasted a year out of Trevor Lawrence. Let's be real. Uh, they weren't going to be yeah. any good, but with the whole Urban Meyer fiasco and just how, you know, everyone was sure that the Texans were the surefire worst team in that division. And the oh, Texans blew them out close. week one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, a little close. Too. I mean, the Texans obviously, you know, it, it was the post of Sean Watson era. So we knew they weren't going to be any good. At least we thought yeah. Trevor Lawrence was going to be something, but. I've taken Aiden Hutchinson. I think there's just too much talent there. I can't believe there are some mocks that have Trevon Walker going before Aiden Hutchinson, um, even though both are very talented. I think it's just one of those picks you don't pass up on that kind of talent. And I think the edge rusher position is so important, obviously, in the passing league. And I, you know, with tackles, some of them can be hit or miss. Like, you know, we don't know what Makai Becton's future is like. Um, yeah. Andrew Thomas was good last year, but obviously his rookie year looked like he was going to be just another boss tackle that the Giants drafted. I feel yeah. like with Hutchinson, it's a surefire prospect. So I'm taking Hutchinson. Uh, you're up. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So with two, I mean, I don't know any Lions fans will actually <laughs> listen to this. But if they do, they might not like this. Maybe they love it. I uh, I switched it up. I took Malik Willis, um, quarterback, you know, out of Liberty. I, I just, love it. You know, all the – I, although, you know, I do think Goff kind of exceeded the expectations, at least that I had for him. I thought he was going to be terrible. And I think he actually wasn't that bad. But I think, you know, his his time in the league, it's proven he's not that guy that's going to win you a Super Bowl. Um, I don't think that's controversial to say. I think, you know, he's not he's not terrible, mm-hmm. but he's not top 15. He's not really top 20. Um, yeah. So I nah. think, you know, and the Lions are in that position to take a big swing. So why not? Malik, you know, I would say, in my opinion, has the highest ceiling out of all the quarterbacks in the class. Maybe he's not the most NFL ready, but this would allow him to sit behind Goff for a year or two, kind of learn the system, kind of get ready mm. for the NFL. So, you know, I just think, you know, like I said, the Lions are in a, you know, a position to take a big swing. So why not take Malik? They have to take a big swing. I mean, that, like, you know, we complain about our teams, like that organization is just like. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they, they ruined know, Matt Stafford and they left. They didn't know what they had so. in Matt Stafford for 12 yeah. years. I mean, seriously. Um, yeah, the Lions got to take a big swing. I just don't think you could pass up on a core. I, I don't like – I think the Lions are going to drop the quarterback anyway, um, like regardless yeah. if it's at number two or 32. 32. But yeah. I just don't think you could just risk taking someone like Desmond Ritter at 32 and him not paying yeah, out. Because Malik is one. not – yeah, Malik's not making it to 32. So unless you're going to trade back up or maybe trade down, but I don't really see that the trade's happening. So Malik's I the think first quarterback you, taken. Yeah. And I think if, yeah. if I think well, from what I've seen is that, you know, the Lions agree. So it's like, hey, just take him at two. You know, if you miss, you miss. Like, it is what it is. Like, but you have to take the chance because he's not making it to 32. You know, they're probably, I mean, what, we mocked, I think, another three or four quarterbacks before 32. So, you know, you're going to have like the Desmond Ritters at the Sam Howells at the end. Like, unless you love one of them, um, 
You know, I we say draft, you take your guy here. We mocked three in the first 16. We'll get to those eventually, but we did mock a yeah. good amount. Uh, yeah. But, um, all right, number three, Texans on the board. I took uh, Ikiakuano, tackle, as you said. I think he's the best tackle on the board. Um, I think I I think he has the most upside. I don't know if he's the most NFL ready right now. I think that's more so Evan Neal, just from the competition that Neal uh, faced at Alabama. Um, but I think he has the most upside. I think if the Texans are really, truly going to roll the dice with Davis Mills, which it seems like they are, and I don't hate Davis Mills. I think he did really good for what that situation was last year with a head coach that probably yeah. wasn't – shouldn't have been the head coach. Um, yeah. We uh-huh. knew he was going to be one and done uh, with an organization that was – you know, their star quarterback is inactive every single game and is not mm-hmm. with them because he wanted to trade and, you know, all the, the, the allegations of the sexual misconduct. It was just a, a – the Texans were just not – you know, it was a terrible exactly. situation. Yeah, I mean, it, was it was a terrible situation for Davis Mills to be in, and he did really well for what he was given. And I think they're going to roll the dice with him. Uh, does not seem like they're taking the quarterback, but who knows? I mean, we see, yeah, we're, we get surprised every single year. So I think they got to build around him. And I think the best spot to do that is at number three uh, is tackle. Now, if they didn't have that thirteenth pick, I would say maybe you could go back and forth. You know, receiver tackle at three. But now that they, they have that extra resource uh, in the first round, I think ta- you got to go tackle first. So I'm yeah, taking uh, yeah. I'm taking Nequano at um, number three. Yeah, I mean I agree with that. I think I think he deserves another chance, a year or two. You know, right. like you said, he played well. I mean, he had, who did he have? He had no running game. Their running back one was what Rex Burkhead at the end of the year. And I mean, Cooks. I do like Brandon Cooks a lot. Besides that, I mean, it's. You know, there's nobody a team else, that really, went so. four and twelve the year before with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like, and a good Deshaun yeah. Watson, not a down year Deshaun Watson, like the leading passer in the league, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I think I think he deserves a chance. Why not? I mean, he yeah, was one a one very more year risk pick. One more year. Yeah, I think if yeah. it's like if they're back at this spot next year, like top five pick, then it's quarterback time. Like it's just yeah, how it is. yeah. Depends yeah, depends on the class, I guess. We'll see. And how, it may not how be his fault, but year. if they don't win many games, yeah. I don't think they will. I think. I think, I think. I think he could see like. I think he could see if if they do decide to move on, I could see a team trading for him and just giving him a shot. You know, depending on maybe. what they're. I mean, yeah. what, I mean, we've seen worse. Like we saw maybe Matt they, Flynn get the bag at Seattle for playing one game. He played one good game. Oh my he, god! Remember what he threw Brock six Osweiler touchdowns and he too. signed like. Yep, Brock Osweiler. But, Mathlin threw what six touchdown passes in a single game, and then signed like a four-year, like eighty million dollar deal with the Seahawks, and then, and then Russell Wilson Russell took Wilson. over. That's yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if someone gives Davis Mills a, a, a chance if he was not to you know be the quarterback after this season. So yeah, all right. So four, uh, obviously team. my team being the Jets. So you know I I have a few group chats. We talk about this, and I'm I kind of you know follow a bunch of mocks or and you know all like the beat reporters you know i think the jets have some good ones so you know i've been i've been hearing the ickies or the evan neals at four and you know i understand it because you know makai is kind of up in the air you don't know about his injury and mm-hmm. uh um george font is on that you know he has one de- one year left of his deal so like one year this yeah. could be the starting the starting tackle next year but you know honestly i i don't really care i would rather have to take a tackle next year um so i take Kayvon Thibodeau edge from Oregon I don't care about all this you know all this noise about his character and all this noise about 
you know, whether or not he's even going to be a top 10 pick. A Is top there noise about pick. his character? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen people saying he's too cocky. I've seen people saying, you know, there's plays where he just doesn't care. And, I, you know, oh, I there's always that. this noise. Yeah, there's always the this noise. There's always this noise. And, you know, people, I've, I've seen mocks of him falling out of the top 10, top 15. And I just think that's absurd. I think his, his skill alone, and I think it's okay for him to be cocky. You know, he thinks he's yeah. the best player in the class. And I think that's, you know, that's an argument to be made that he's the best player in the class. I think his skill yeah. is absurd. Uh, I do like Aiden Hutchinson more, but I think Kayvon's right there neck and neck with him. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't think, I can't see Salah taking a corner. I know corner's been a hot debate too. Like, do they take mm-hmm. Salsa for you know, they've developed starting caliber corners by taking them in the fifth, sixth round. You have Michael Carter, the third last year. You have um, Bryce Hall, you know, taking the year before that. And they're solid guys. And obviously, they just signed Reed. So, I don't I don't see the corner. I actually don't, like, I'll talk, get more into what I have the Jets taking at 10 later on. But I don't have them to corner. Maybe on day two or day three they do. But here, yeah. I think it's simple. Kayvon Thibodeau. Line him up on the other side of Carl Lawson, and that could be a scary, scary uh, edge rush that you got going yeah. on. You know, it's weird because I always like I, I not I I'm not so much for the Jets taking a tackle at four, or uh, no offense, or an edge rusher at four, just because it's like they do have two. I know you said like Makai's features up in the air, but they do have two starting tackles right now, barring yeah. injuries. Oh, I, I, they do I'm have completely two against tackle. They, they do have two starting defensive ends, and I think when you look at the fact that they put so, much, so many resources into the defensive ends about last year with that Carl Lawson contract and the John Franklin Myers contract. Now, they couldn't move John Franklin Myers inside, but so that I think that would work. But I'm also biased because I want Kayvon to slip to number seven. Uh, yes. Yeah. I want him really bad. Uh, but Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I, I just, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm biased. Towards so who that. would you yeah. mock? Like, so no tackle, no edge. Who would you mock to the Jets? At four? At four. Sauce. Stop. And that's fair. Sauce. That's probably the only Sauce. other person. It, it was with. Hamilton, but Hamilton's slipping. And I don't love yeah. the idea of drafting a safety that early. Yeah. Because no, I just I don't. And I don't think, I don't think uh, Joe Douglas is either. I mean, he wasn't willing to resign. He wasn't willing to extend Jamal Adams. He wasn't willing to, I mean, obviously him and Marcus May didn't agree much on contract based, you know, any contract. He franchise tagged him. Marcus May obviously wasn't happy. He got hurt and there was like no way he was going to resign him or bring him back. So, and Mm -hmm. he didn't. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, number five giants on the board. Finally, uh, taking Evan Neal tackle Alabama. Listen, Giants got two main needs in this first round. They got to get a tackle and they got to get an edge rusher. Now you could argue that they could take a corner, but I think, uh, I, I just think, uh, you know, there's still the possibility James Bradbury gets traded, but I think corner can be a position that they target early day two. Um, yeah. and uh, I think they have, you know, they drafted Aaron Robinson last year. They still have a Dory Jackson who, you know, he's, up and down, but they still made a big financial investment in him, so he's going to start. But I'm taking, yep. uh, if anything, they have to figure out the right tackle spot first because if they're going to roll the dice with Daniel Jones, which it very much seems like they're going to, they got to protect him and they got to put him in the position for him to succeed. They can't have any more question marks. They need to put him in yeah. the best possible position to succeed, which means they have a solid left tackle right now in Andrew Thomas, and if they can lock down that right tackle spot, 
with Evan Neal and have two NFL ready, you know, one Thomas, who's already proven that he's ready to compete in this league. And Evan Neal, who's, in my opinion, is the most NFL ready tackle in this draft. Yeah. I think that works out. So I'm taking Evan Neal to get the two bookend tackles. And, uh, you know, if Daniel Jones still doesn't succeed after that, then we, then we know, then he's, then we know he's the problem. And, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you could argue that he's the problem already, but at the same time, you know, you have like the offensive line was good last year. There are injuries all over, you know, they, they lost their starting Thomas was hurt for a couple of games. He was on IR. They lost their starting center and they lost their starting left guard, Nick Gates and Shane Lemieux early in the season for the entire year. Uh, and then mm-hmm. between uh, Shepard, Galladay, Tony, and Darius Slayton, I think it was 24 combined missed games. That's a season yeah. and a half. Like, it, you know, it's there needs to, if we, if the Giants have everything in place and he still struggles, it's confirmed he's the problem. That's the tough thing, like right yeah. now, because they have not gotten that de- definite answer when they should already have that definite answer. That's why it's yeah. so tough. Like that's why it was so much easier for the Jets to move off of Darnold last year than it was for the Giants to move off Jones this year. One, because last year's quarterback class was stronger, and the Jets had a better pick. But also yeah. because well, you know it was it was time. Like it's it, it, and it's you know it's getting to the point where if Daniel Jones is not the guy by Thanksgiving, it's over. So it's yeah. I gotta put those two bookend tackles. Um, all yeah, right, number I, six. I agree. Who number do you got six. for Carolina? Your uh, for favorite Carolina, quarterback over there. My favorite quarterback. Your favorite old quarterback, Sammy D. Um, you, did, I don't, quick little side note: Did you see him say in an interview? He's like, "Oh, I know. I've proven myself that I could be a starting quarterback in this Dude, league." Him, him, um, and uh, it was funny. Him and Baker like are like, "Oh, like uh, how would I? How would you feel if I boo you at your job?" And I'm like. Uh, you can you, okay <laughs> yeah i mean through. sure show up watch me yeah i work from home come I work come in my room cool. and just sit, come, sit yeah knock on the door like, yeah like <laughs> yeah i'm okay with that i also don't yeah, suck at my job like you do so <laughs> <laughs> so at six i think you know matt rule kind of realizes you know this is his last year he's on the hot he is probably on the hot seat more than anybody else in the league and i think he's got to win some games or at least prove that the team's going in the right direction i got kenny pickett quarterback from Pitt, I think Arnold is not the answer. If, you know, if you think he still is, I don't know, you know, what you're watching. Maybe you only watched the first, like, two games of last season. But I think it's time to admit for everybody, all the Sam Darnold truthers, that he's done. You know, maybe maybe he's a backup in the league for the rest of his career. But, you know, he's a good guy. I've always liked him. But he just doesn't have it. So, I got Kenny Pickett. I think, like I said, Matt Rule needs to prove that either they can win games or the team's headed in the right direction. And with Malik Willis gone, I think Pickett is the you know the second best quarterback, the most NFL ready quarterback to take. He had a pretty good pro day, so I think it's pretty mm-hmm. simple that here they're taking a quarterback. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, Matt Rule's got to buy himself some time. Like he can't just, yeah. you know, with the quarterbacks he dealt with last year with Sam, and then you Cam. know PJ Cam, PJ Walker obviously isn't a starter in this league. Like it's just not that he he needs some time. And I think if he drafts Pickett. And they win, you know, say like seven or eight games. I think it buys them a fourth year. Um, yeah, and yeah. I agree. He, whether whether Panther fans love that or not, um, you know, he's got to do something to buy himself. If, if they roll the dice with Sam Donald and they start off like one and four, he's done. Oh, he, they, he's they, they fire him. Yeah, fire, fire him after week five. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's it's yeah. done yeah, deal. He's, no shot these days. Yeah. I think um, I and I think he realizes that Sam isn't the answer. So I think you gotta 
I think you got to pull the trigger, quarterback. Hope you win some games. Hope you prove that you're doing something right. So we'll yeah, see. He, he thought uh, he thought Bridgewater was the answer, and then he thought, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hasn't yeah, he he hasn't proven to have an eye for quarterbacks really thus far. No, uh, in uh, his no. NFL tenure. But all right, number seven. Uh, I don't love so for the Giants, their second pick in the first round, number seven. I took Trevon Walker, uh, edge rusher out of Georgia. As I said before, there I've seen mocks where he's going number one. In my like written mock, I had him going 14 to the Ravens. I'm not a huge Trevon Walker guy. I don't see I don't see the tremendous and I could be wrong. Like I didn't, you know, I wasn't with like the Micah Parsons hype last year. And yeah. obviously I was proven so wrong. Like, and I was like, oh, Micah Parsons is outstanding. He, you know, it's, he's obviously uh, he won, you know, the uh, rookie of the year and all, but it, it, I wasn't with the hype. But, and I'm not with the Trevon Walker hype this year, but I think, you know, I seem to be on an island with that. So I'm going to go with Trevon Walker at number seven. As I said, the Giants seed an edge rusher. Uh, many would think that Trevon Walker is a good pick at number seven, and maybe I should go with my gut, not everybody else's, but at the same time, you know, it seems to be every everybody else against me with this. So I'm gonna, I'll take the majority. <laughs> I'll take the majority on this. Um, and yeah. just go. I'll go tr- Giants seed and edge rusher. It's clear. I mean, they need someone. You can't have too much firepower in that area of the field. And I think they need someone to complement Aziz Ojolari and Leonard Williams. Um, I think in this passing league, especially when you know you got a guy like you know you're gonna go got to go against Dak Prescott twice a year, and it's it not. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a, it's not a good division, but who who knows what? I don't think Carson Wentz is Wentz is going to be too great, but you know they'll be throwing the ball a lot with uh, yeah, McLaurin. Yeah. You know it, they they need pass rushers in that division. So, um, and I think one of the big reasons why they haven't been able to to succeed in that division the last five or so years is because they haven't had too many dominant pass rushers. So they need to get as many as possible. Um, and I think if yeah, I, 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 as I said, maybe corner is a spot for here, but I'm more so on the uh, side that they should take an edge rusher and a tackle in the first round. So yeah, Walker is going to be, uh, according to this mock, Walker will be a giant. So yeah, and you know, Aiden's gone, Kayvon's gone. So you know, yeah, I would have would have loved love for Kayvon, Kayvon to obviously. still be here. Yeah, if yeah. well, if Kayvon was still here, it'd be the clear cut pick. Like yeah. for yeah, it, yeah, it would be like yeah. no brainer joe shane please do us all a favor like <laughs> yeah get Tavon Thibodeau in blue yep um what do you got for number all eight right, so so eight i got now the falcons could go a lot of different directions i mean they have marcus mario as their starting quarterback they could draft um quarterback but you know i got garrett wilson wide receiver ohio state mm-hmm. a lot of people's number one receiver and uh i mean if He's you rising. look at their depth chart yeah he is rising you look at their depth chart I think Zacchaeus or I don't even know how to pronounce his name. These are wide receiver one right now. They have Chad mm-hmm. Hansen, who's a Jet legend, you know, who never like really played for the Jets. Is their wide receiver three right now? So I think if you want to even give Mariota a chance on the field, you need to draft a wide receiver. And I understand that you know a lot of people probably don't think Mariota is the future, and he's probably not. But yeah. you know, you did sign him to a two year deal. I think you've got to give him at least a chance to try to do something and he's not going to be able to succeed with literally just Kyle Pitts. So Garrett Wilson, you know, he kind of is going to be that wide receiver one for you going forward. Ridley, obviously the suspension, plus he wants to be traded, it seems. So you know, I think, you know, Wilson's kind of that replacement for losing Julio the year before and now obviously Ridley this year with the suspension and possibly a trade. So Wilson to me, easy fill-in, you know, 
probably at least my wide receiver one. I would love to see him drop to the Jets, but I just don't see it happening here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Barrett's rising. Uh, I think for a while it was Drake London was wide receiver one in this class, but I think Wilson and the and uh, Chris Olave go higher than most it's, people think. I mean, it's, it's it's definitely possible. Yeah, yeah, especially Olave. Olave reminds me a lot of uh, Tyreek, just that speed and elusiveness. Uh, we'll talk about him in a little bit. We have him. We have obviously first rounder, so we'll talk yeah. about him soon. But number nine, I say Seahawks don't take a quarterback, and that's not their. Fo- I mean, unless they could. Obviously, I said we, they, we're not doing trades here, so there's possibly they could swing a trade. They could probably swap picks with the Giants at number five if they wanted to and jump Carolina. I don't know if they ever want to trade with the Jets again, but four yeah, is a spot. No, 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 no. They're done. They're they're not trading with the Jets now after they <laughs> they're paying. Jamal Adams, seventy million. I mean, they had to after they traded for him. But I'm taking a C- yeah, and the yeah, and the two firsts. Uh, the Seahawks take Sauce Gardner, cornerback, Cincinnati, best corner in this class. Um, early on, I think you could make the argument that Derek Stingley was the top corner in this class. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think it's clear cut. Uh, it's clear that Sauce is the top corner in this draft. And when you look at that defense, that secondary, the last couple of years in Seattle. Not ideal. And yeah, you and they just it. lost DJ Reed to the Jets. So and they, they just, just lost, lost DJ Reed. And Jamal Adams has his issues. Jamal Adams cannot perform well in secondary. So you need a guy who could um defend the pass in what has become such a passing league. So um and I think Sauce has the most upside in this class out of all the corners. I think he has the most talent and he's the most NFL ready uh, of all these corners. I think uh if you're not gonna get a quarterback, if you're not in the position to draft Malik or Kenny Pickett. If you're this, if you're Seattle, I think you got to go corner with this uh, number nine pick. Yeah, hundred percent agree. I think, you know, they. I don't think there's a quarterback there that they love, so might as well take the safe pick. It's sauce. Right. Exactly. So number ten, this is gonna this <laughs> this pick is gonna piss a lot of Jets fans. Oh off. God, I know. Um, so you know, ever since I made this pick, and I won't change it just because I already made it. I may have gotten a little bit more on the wide receiver train whether that be Garrett Wilson if he's there I don't think he is obviously when I'm not him at eight um or Derek London I am a fan of Derek London um I think he it would London. be good for Zach because he's a big body you know that 50 50 mm-hmm. contested ball guy I think Zach would love that however here you know I still think that that secondary needs help I would have definitely taken sauce if he was available at 10 um but I'm taking Kyle Hamilton at the fall stops here and, you know, he really is that, you know, unicorn of a prospect. He is a much more highly touted prospect than Jamal. He's better than Jamal was, and we took him at six. And before, you know, all the drama, a lot of people would say that was worth a pick. Like, even before the great people, you know, Jamal was an absolute dog on the Jets. Yeah. Um, I think Hamilton would be huge for that secondary, although I agree that safety is not the biggest, you know, level of importance. I think that, you know – that would really help the secondary overall. Um, and I think, you know, with this, what he is one of the most surefire prospects in this class. It's just the fact that he is a safety that's going to see him fall. So hmm. I think that the Jets, you know, maybe target like they did last year with Elijah, maybe they target wide receiver day two. Or, you, you know, you have all this drama going on with Debo on following the 49ers on Instagram. You have AJ <laughs> Brown with yeah, these right. cryptic tweets. You have, DK Metcalf apparently possibly being shopped and Shanahan said that if someone called about Debo, they would consider it. Um, Brandon cooks apparently might be on the market. So I think 
you know, I mean, the Jets almost, you know, traded what a second and a third for Tyreek or whatever that trade was. Um, mm. So I would, I say, you know, if one of those guys becomes available, I can see the Jets trading, you know, one of their second rounders and something else to get maybe a Debo and AJ Brown, a DK Metcalf. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously, like we said, we're not going to do trades. Um, but I think that from what we saw with Tyreek, I think that the Jets would much prefer to trade for a surefire guy, not give up a first. And I think Kyle Hamilton at 10 with sauce gone is just, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a no brainer. I think he brings like that elite level talent to that secondary and would be huge going forward for that team. Hey, if Joe Douglas is still the GM in four years though, don't expect Hamilton to get a second contract. They'll try to, they'll trade him after. Three years. We're trading the Seahawks for three first round picks. So. Exactly. Yeah. The way you're t- the way you're talking about it, that's how he's going for three. Um, and then Seahawks will probably pay him, you know, seventy five, eighty million dollars. Yeah. By then um, it might be a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. With with the way contracts are going, it might be one hundred fifty. Um, yeah. Honestly. He's gonna get. He'll get. Uh, he'll get the bag. But um, all right, number eleven, Washington Commanders. Um, I'm taking Derek Stingley, cornerback out of LSU, second. Uh, my opinion, second best corner on this draft. If you look at their uh, the numbers from last year, Washington was 29th when it comes to defending the pass, and uh, Landon Collins is no longer there. So you know it gets to a point where you gotta, as I said, you gotta defend the pass. Um, that's was that was why I said you know when you asked who would I take it for if it wasn't tackle or uh, edge rusher for the Jets, I said corner just because you know the Jets were worse when it comes to defending the pass last year. Yeah. So I would, I would have, you got to defend the pass. Um, and, uh, I think Washington could not do that last year. I think that was a big reason why their defense had such a big drop off. And I think when you have a returning, um, Chase Young and you can have that pass rush get back to what it was, uh, in 2020 when they made the playoffs, uh, if you could pair that with a decent secondary led by Stingley, I think that would be a pick worth it, uh, at number 11. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember, well, you know, I don't know if you saw his pro day. He ran a solid 40. Um, I think yeah. I think he ran a 4-4-4, four, 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 and I know Sauter ran a 4-4-1. Four, four, so, you know, I think he – I and, like, I saw, like, um, I saw clips of him and Jamar going at it in practice, and that looked – I mean, hey, he, he held his own. And, <laughs> you know, if, if he was able to come out after his, after his freshman year, I think he probably would have went top five. Like, I mean, he was so dominant that freshman year that – if you can get him back to that, I mean, you've got a guy that's going to be a, a shutdown corner for the next 10 years. So yeah. I think it's a good pick for them. Um, but yeah, yeah so now we go on to, on to 12. So big guy. 12, the big guy, Jordan Davis, defensive lineman, you know, I mean, he's, he's a freak. I mean, to put it, put it like plainly, that, he was, that combine was insane. That, that combine was nuts. I mean, he just makes that defense so much better. He makes that front so, so much better. Um, you know, I think that their offense, like they, they don't really need much on the offense. And I like Kirk personally. Um, I know some people don't, but, you know, Jefferson, Thielen, Davin Cook hopefully can have a healthy season. Um, so I think that their offense, bar that every so often Kirk game where he plays like he doesn't know how to play football, um, you know, I think if their defense can keep them in games, I think they can win a lot of games. Um so I think Kirk Jordan Davis would have much of a – yeah, Kirk will definitely have those games. <laughs> but I just think, you know, Davis would just be – he's a freak. I mean, plain and simple. Yeah. Like, he elevates that D-line so much, um, mm. and he's going to help the edge. He's going to help against the run, and he'll get to the – he'll even get to the, you know, to the quarterback. So 
I think, you know, with how good he is, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's an easy pick here. Yeah. Um, let's go. Number 13. Texans. As I said at the, beginning, at the beginning of this podcast, we could switch this because we totally screwed this up. Um, I screwed it up. But uh, I'm taking uh, for the Texans at 13, I'm taking Jermaine Johnson, Florida State Edge. I think Jermaine Johnson, um, I'm actually higher. Uh, I've seen some people, not a lot, but I've seen some people higher on Jermaine Johnson than Javon Walker. So, uh, and as I said, I'm not huge on Javon Walker. So maybe I could have mocked Jermaine Johnson to the Giants at seven, but I think this is more of a spot. That this is more of a portion of the first round that Johnson is going in, like the teams. Yeah. Um. I think. Uh, yeah. And with the Texans, I think you know they have so many holes on both sides. Uh. That they uh they have to. I think they have to beef up that defense to take pressure off of Davis Mills too. Uh. As well as you know take a tackle obviously as I have them doing uh, to protect them. So they have to improve that defense. And I think in a uh in a division where they got to go against you know, a, a Titans offense that has Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown, and they got to go against, you know, we're expecting Trevor Lawrence to improve for the Jaguars and the Colts, who knows what they could be with Matt Ryan and obviously Jonathan Taylor over there. It's This yeah. is a team that's going to go against some talented offensive players. Um, and I think they have to beef up that side of the ball. Um, so, and I think right now with obviously Hutch, Thibodeau, uh, Javon Walker off the board. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, I think, in my opinion, is the clear cut best edge rusher still on our board. So uh, I have, yeah, I have that beefing up that area of the field. And um, maybe it gets them four wins, five wins. Who knows? But yeah. Guy- <laughs> I mean, we're not expecting much. <laughs> like, like, we're, not att- we're not expecting anything of Houston much next year. So, like, that's not like, I'm not saying this is going to be the pick that's like going to propel them to the next level. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's – I think if, you, if you're going to roll the dice with Davis Mills, I think uh, offensive tackle and uh, an edge rusher to improve the defensive side of the ball to take pressure off of Davis Mills, I think that's a good start for the Texans uh, in this draft. Yeah. I mean, I think the only other argument you could really make here would be maybe receiver just because, you know, Brandon Cooks is like the only thing they got. But I think, you know, the Texans aren't competing this year, probably not next year probably not even the year after that. So you might as well start to beef up some of those big be. positions and, and, and edge is, you know, kind of that position where, you know, you can have a good edge. It'll help the defense a lot. So I agree. Wait, um, I, sorry, you say. I had an interesting question about the Texans and Houston football and, and all that, that I got to ask you quickly before we move on. Okay. Yeah, Do yeah. you think there are more uh, in Houston, do you think there are more Texans fans or Titans fans? Because the Titans were the Houston Oilers. Yeah. That's a good question. I randomly thought about more, that the other do day. Do you think it's funny, but, or do you think there's more Cowboys fans? Um, there's probably more Cowboy fans just because of what the Cowboys are. But, like, yeah, just, yeah. like, take those Texans, Titans. Do you think, like, there's definitely a good number of people in Houston. Like, it's the same thing with L.A. Like when the Rams were in St. Louis, like there were still so many LA, uh, there's still so many Rams fans in Los Angeles. The same thing with b- baseball yeah, in New yeah. York. There's a lot of Dodgers and San Francisco Giants fans in New York because their ancestors were New York baseball Giants fans and yeah, Brooklyn Dodger yeah, fans. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. I would say, I don't know. The Texans have been pretty, I mean, they did have, when they go- had the Sean, they were pretty. I mean, like, but I don't I know. I feel like, like when they Titans. maybe drafted Deshaun, a lot of people like maybe shifted flipped, to the Texans because flipped. 
Yeah, I mean the Titans. Oh, that's fucked up. If they back flipped. Then. Yeah, but that's you know, fucked if they flip. Maybe they were Cowboys fans and flipped. So good for them. I mean, honestly, at that point, good for them. I don't think you flip if oh. you're a Cowboys fan. I think it's one of those things where, like, you just like you have that like Cowboy fans are all like. It's like, like being they, a Yankee every fan. year is their year. Yeah, it's like, like being a Yankee fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except uh, being a delusional yeah. fan, it's it's. Yeah, the Yankees, Yankee fans are still uh, are still delusional. Um, they're still backing. They're still supporting the signing of uh, Garrett Cole to um, a billion dollar contract, even though he just let up two home runs. I mean, he let up two home runs to you know debatably the best player in all of baseball. So I mean, fair. He's enough. getting paid three hundred plus million dollars. I don't care who he's facing; he should be striking out every person. Like the Mets gave the Mets the Mets gave the Mets gave Lindor three hundred forty million dollars. I'm like, I want to see a home run every single at every game. If you're getting, and he doesn't do that. Three hundred forty million dollars. You better be the best player of all time. Like I, I yeah. saw that we're getting off topic, but I saw a take once. I was like, um, if they win one World Series in the Lindor Mets era, that'll be the contract will be a win. I'm like, nah, it's a ten year contract, three hundred forty million. I want to see at least four or five World Series. <laughs> Like, yeah, we, we did talk about this last time, I think. Yeah, like, I want success every year. I want a home run every at-bat. I want, like, automatic yeah. grand slam every time he's up to bat <laughs> if you're giving him that kind of money. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's Maybe fair. I shouldn't be a Speaking GM. Of actually, yeah, the, uh, Rizzo and Judge just actually went back-to-back. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't own a sports franchise. I don't think we're ever going to be in the position to do so. I hope so. I hope so one day. So me and you could be you know, in a draft in the, in the draft room just yelling at each other. <laughs> I guarantee oh, we would have at least one. We would at least have one wild card win within four years. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. We've been taking this team to the moon. What do you mean we're winning it all? I'm ready. We've been we getting insufferable like owners. Like, nah, we're taking over. Like, yeah, we're not oh, even hiring God. a GM. No one would want to work for. Yeah. We're not hiring a GM. Like, I want to be. We're taking field, over. Like, okay, we know what to do. <laughs> we've played Madden for years. Yeah, um, just ask Madden and, you know, run the play. And then game four play. verticals. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Yeah, so that's verticals. all I do. Um, all right, so Ravens, let's get back 14. on topic. Yeah. <laughs> so Ravens, we should, we should have already been at, like, pick 22. Yeah. So I did yeah. initially have Jermaine Johnson. We we flip-flopped. So, you know, and I still think there's an argument. Ravens take Charles Cross here. Um, you know, they just signed Morgan Moses. And although, you know, he did do solid for the Jets, um, he's not a long-term plan. I think, you know, Charles Cross even falling this far is, I think he's, I think you have to make the pick. I mean, he was a dominant tackle in the SEC. So he's going up against solid defenses, solid edge rushers. Um, I think, you know, in all, in all fairness, this is a great pick for them. I think, you know, whether or not he starts right away over Morgan Moses or you have him sit behind him for a year to develop a little bit, get him ready for next year. I think, you know, he could be a tackle, you know, a tackle for many years to come in the NFL. And that's, you know, the, one of the most important positions on the entire field. So why not get here? Um, yeah. Maybe have him sit or maybe move him in to guard for a year. Not sure exactly what they'll do, but he's a great player. So easy pick. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think uh, I think we have, um, you know, I think realistically uh, cross may go earlier, yeah. but there is so much fluidity. Um, and uh, I think there's just too many guys. I think I think there's a better yeah. draft class than a lot of people think, um, and I think I there's just too there's too much, um, you know, there's just too many guys in the top ten 
that like you can make a legitimate argument for Charles Cross dropping to 14. Um, yeah. So that was like, that was like uh, Justin Fields last year. Like he could have gone anywhere from like 11 when he did to like 32. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, like, I mean, people are going to fall and like teams yeah. might not need a tackle. So they're just not going to take him, and then right. he's just going to keep falling. So yeah. He's, people he's are gonna, I think it's going to be surprising. Though. Yeah. There's yeah. no shot he drops to like 16, 17. I mean, if he does, the Chargers will be pretty happy at 17. Um, yeah. But someone uh, might trade up to get him. That's true. Yeah. Um, so for number 15, Eagles, I have them taken uh, Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. Uh, I think this pick could be a receiver, but at the, uh, the same time, I do like the idea of the Eagles. Uh, improving that defense even more to take pressure off of Jalen Hurts because it seems like they're going to roll the dice with Jalen Hurts. I mean, they don't have any other yeah. options at this point unless they trade up and draft a quarterback or if they take Matt Corral, surprisingly, with this pick, who's still on our board, or Desmond Ritter, whoever you want to say. But um, I think they got a – they you know, the uh, Eagles' run defense last year was uh, obviously solid. I mean, they were, uh, I think, top 10 in a run defense. Yeah, I think they were number nine. I'm looking at it right here. Uh, I can't count that fast. So, uh, yeah, I think they <laughs> they could beef up the the, the uh, run defense a little bit more. I think Devin Lloyd's a solid option. You can use him in the pass rush as well. Uh, so, I think, uh, yeah, I like the I like the ideas of the Eagles improving that side of the ball in order to take pressure off of uh, Jalen Hurts. And I do have that number eighteen pick as well. So they could take a receiver. So we'll get to that. Uh, in a little bit. Actually. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. I, I think Devin Lloyd is, you know, the clear linebacker one in this class. Um, so pretty easy pick for them. And I think, you know, looking at mm-hmm. the next two picks, they're pretty confident that, you know, these teams most likely won't take a wide receiver. Um, and so at 16 with the saints, you know, I think the saints, you know, with that move, I really do think that they're looking for quarterback. I think mm-hmm. that it's more likely um, that they trade 16 and 19 to move up to get somebody um, either four with the jets or five with the giants. But, you know, as we said, no trades. So here with who's left, I got Matt Corral quarterback Ole Miss, you know, even though I am a Jameis truther, um, I do like Jameis. I think that, you know, I think they're looking for a new direction. I think, you know, and if Jameis pans out, then, you know, he pans out, but I think here, you know, I think that move was specifically made for a quarterback. So I think Matt Corral is the best quarterback left on the board. I think they rolled the dice, have him sit behind Jameis for a year or two and get him ready for the NFL. Yeah. I'm a Jay- no, I, I'm one of the bigger Jameis truthers in the world. Him and uh, yeah. him <laughs> and, and Jacoby Brissett. Him, Trubisky, Tr- Jacoby Brissett as well. Um, not not Tua, though. Not Tua. I feel like that, like, no, if, if you're, I'm not if a, you're a Jam- truther. I feel like if you're a Jameis truther and, like, a guy like a Mitch truther, you're also a Tua truther. And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> where did, uh, where did Jacoby end? Oh, Jacoby is, uh, with, um, Deshaun now in Cleveland. And yes, he is. Cause they're, he might start a few games because depending on what happens with, with uh, yeah, the suspension. suspension. Yeah. I mean, that could be like six to eight games. Who knows? I mean, yeah. they'll, they'll, they well, I just, I, I saw that they're it. not, tr- they're not trying his civil cases this year. It'll be sometime later in 2023. So like his legal will team. they even, yeah, like he's not like the, the civil cases will not be tried until I know it's after this season and the Super Bowl. So it'll be sometime like spring at the earliest of 2023. So maybe they don't even suspend until they hear more from that. I don't know. 
You know? I guess we'll have to wait and yeah. see. Well, I feel like the NFL can just do whatever. Like, I feel oh, like yeah, the NFL, well, I mean, even if you, like, I think even if you are, like, accused of something, you get, like, you know, it goes to, and you end up being found, like, innocent, like, you could still get suspended per, like, the personal yeah, conduct policy. Yeah. That that happened with the, I told you this, I think, one of the other episodes, that happened with the Giants corner, uh, DeAndre Baker. He had the aggravated yeah. assault charges, armed robbery. He ended up getting exonerated from all of them. Um, and he ended up, you know, not having, to, you know, nothing happened. And, but he still was, uh, he was still on the, uh, the exempt list. Commissioner's exempt list, yeah. Yeah, it's while it was all going on. It's all going on. While it was all going on, yeah. I mean, they could do whatever. It's, yeah, you know, they really they, could. They could suspend them, yeah. Um, so number 17, this is an easy pick. Uh, Trevor Penning to the Chargers, uh, tackle Northern Iowa. Listen, they cannot waste any more time with Justin Herbert. No. They did not make the playoffs with him last year. We, I, I thought the Chargers were going to be a top 10 team last year in the NFL. Didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. They should have. The, the Raiders should have just took a knee and that game would have ended it in tie that, that yeah. last regular yeah. season game. And of course, I, 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 I get them going for the win. You, you got to go for the win. But, um, yeah. But of course, we had to see the corpse of Big Ben get blown out. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's, we had to watch <laughs> Big Ben instead of Justin Herbert. Oh, God. It, it yeah, was a great wild card weekend, and like wild card weekends always good. Because yeah. especially now that there's like six games, and of, but of course it had to be like we had to watch Roethlisberger instead of um, Herbert. But they can't waste any more time with Herbert, and I think they have a solid, solid left tackle in Rayshon Slater, who they drafted in the first round last year. Slater was and I very think good they, last year. Yeah, Slater was awesome, and I think if they can get a guy like Trevor Penning, who's the best tackle we have on the board, um, left. Uh, I think that gets them their book and tackles for years to come. Trevor Penning is like, I, I think that that dude was like at the combine and at, he was, he had like, he's a hard nosed guy. Yeah. There was that fighter instinct in him. Um, yeah. Will, Hernan- yeah. Will Hernandez had this with the giants. And so did the, so does uh, Nick Gates. Nick Gates is the, the giant center who got into the little fight with uh, Aaron Donald. Um, <laughs> I, I, there's not many guys who want to pick a fight with Aaron Donald and Nick Gates. No, so I like that. I like that sort of fighter mentality. I think Trevor Penning is going to be a solid tackle. I think he's someone uh, – I think it, it, this is a spot where it's very good that they have a solid left tackle because I don't think Trevor Penning would be ready right away for the left tackle duties. So I think he's in yeah. a perfect spot to succeed on the right side. And when you have those two bookend tackles and if they can work well together and you have um, you know that offense with that receiving core and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, at least in my opinion – um, and I think at least in the opinions of many others, that could be a solid, that's going to be a team to beat. Now, one of the problems that the charges, that the charges are going to have is that during the best division, maybe of all time, um, yeah, or at least, at least that's crazy. what it's projected to be. I mean, this is, this is a division where you can make an argument, like maybe the chiefs are the team that doesn't make the playoffs. I don't yeah. think like you can make an argument for any of these teams, not making the playoffs or making the playoffs just because of how tough yeah. that and tough and competitive that division is. So, I think this is an easy pick. I think Trevor Penning, if, they, if he falls into the lap of the Chargers at 17, I think it is a mistake to uh, pass on him. Yeah, I mean, easy. Protect Herbert. He's he's the guy that's going to win you your games. So mm, pretty simple yeah, there. Absolutely. Uh, so at 18, now we have the Eagles back up. Like you said earlier, you know, they could have taken a wide receiver at 15. Um, and I think they really have that. I think Lloyd would have fallen here. And I think the wide receiver, mm-hmm. why have them taking Drake London would fall here anyway. So mm-hmm. no matter who they pick to me, you know, mm-hmm. um, you could argue Olave. I like Olave a lot. Like you said, he's kind of got that Tyreek 
type, you know, game to him. But I think Drake London, you know, kind of complements uh, Devontae Smith more so. You know, like I yeah. said, D- Drake London's that 50-50 ball guy. He's the guy that's going to go contested and get right. those – um and get those and get those, you know, those 50-50 balls. So, you know, and he's not going to get that cornerback one over in Philadelphia. They're going to put cornerback one on Devontae if they do do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Drake, you know, London, there's questions of his ability to separate. He's not the fastest, but, you know, he's great. He's a good aerial uh, threat. He's great at going up and getting it. And I think that'd be good for Jalen Hurts because, you know, sometimes he doesn't place the ball perfectly and Drake London has a huge catch radius. So yeah. he would kind of be a really good guy for him. And it's already we've gotten to the point where it's the, the jury's out on Jalen Rager. Um, yeah, I, he's, you know he's he's, he's, he's not shot. the guy. I mean, he could. Who knows? He could all of a sudden. Yeah, maybe he turns like around. This. I mean, like look at other positions like Josh Allen. We were like, what's Josh Allen? And all of a sudden, he was like the top. Yeah, he's yeah. an All Pro quarterback. Like, yeah, it was like yeah. a top three. Yeah, it, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit to pan out, but I think it's too big of a risk in a year when like Jalen hurts needs to be this, like to prove that he is the starting quarterback for the future. Yeah. You got to get, he's, he's in the Daniel Jones situation. This is his last year, I think to prove that he yeah. has it. And if not, I mean, mm-hmm. they were looking to take, they were looking to trade up to three with the, um, when the 49ers trade up to three to get, uh, what's his name to get, uh, Trey. Oh my God. Trey. Yeah. Trey Lance. So they, they, they wanted to go up to get, Zach at three, but Zach obviously wasn't there because mm-hmm. of the Jets being the surefire to take him. So, you know, yeah. I think this big, big uh, hurts uh, one more year. If, you know, they don't, if he doesn't show that he could be that guy, you know, he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that there's a good amount of pressure because, you know, you got a division like Dak with Dak and you got a division, you know, say Jones ends up actually panning out. Um, mm-hmm. and so now you got to do a Dak you got to worry about for the next 10 years. Jones, you have to worry about for however many years after that. Um, and, uh, who knows what Washington's going to look like with Wentz. I don't know if they're going to be very good, but I think, you know, it's going to get to a point where Washington may draft a quarterback next year. And all of a sudden, if that guy's like, say Bryce Young, then you gotta, they, the Eagles got to put themselves in a position yeah. where they can be competitive. And I know they yep. just, they just made the postseason. Um, but it, it was, you know, it, it's, they made the postseason because, like, there's seven teams in it. <laughs> like, yeah, and also that division is a joke. So, yeah, exactly. Like, it, there's you know, there's a reason why there's a new winner in that division every single year. Is because it's it's competitive, but it's the opposite of the AFC West. It's bad and competitive. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Two it's like when the Seahawks the, slipped in at seven and nine that one year and then beat the Saints. The Giants were a quarterback switch from Jalen Hurts to Nate Sudfeld away from making the playoffs in 2020. The Giants were six and ten. Yeah, like it's, yeah, that, everyone was that, like, everyone was like, oh, they're on the up and up. I'm like, dude, they won six games. <laughs> like, it's yeah, not, like, they're like, not on the up just because you almost made the playoffs doesn't mean you're actually good. It just yeah, means your division is terrible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so number 19, I uh, Saints are back up after picking at 16. So I haven't taken the lave. Um, I think. If you're going to have Jameis at quarterback, at least to start, obviously you had them taking Corral. But if they take Corral, Jameis is going to be the starter, I think, to, to, to begin the season. Yeah. I think there's no I think there's no chance they make someone like Matt Corral the day one starter. Um, and regardless of the quarterback situation, if you have Jameis, Jameis isn't an over-reliable quarterback who can just overcome setbacks. He's going to need assistance. And then you have Corral, on the other hand, we don't know how good Corral can be, but regardless, he's going to need weapons to develop. 
So yeah. you're going to need a guy to help out whoever is under center. You got to need uh, a talented receiver, Michael Thomas, who in the world knows what's going to yeah, go on with him. No one knows what's going to happen. And I think what's gonna happen. Y- you can't, you can't, your entire offense cannot run through. I mean, it can, but it shouldn't. Uh, Kamara, like Kamara is as talented knows, as it and gets. who knows what's going to happen with him? Like with the whole dude, assault charge. Like, is he going to play the dude, whole season? How long is he going to get suspended? I saw him. He, there was like a celebrity. I don't know what it was. It was a celebrity dunk contest that was at halftime of one of the women's March Madness games. Or mm-hmm. it was, I don't know what it was. There was some sort of, I, I don't know if it was at halftime. I got to go back and check. Kamara was one of the judges. Really? Yeah. It I was, mean, it was, and I, I, I guess was we're like, waiting I to hear. I hadn't heard of like what happened with Kamara, but um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Cause I remember that was like, he got, he, it was right at the Pro Bowl, right? It was in Vegas. Yeah. It was, he he yeah, got it arrested was the for this. Yeah. So who knows? But if he's playing like I, you know, you can't run your entire offense through one person. You need guys, especially with those no. quarterbacks. It's not like Drew Brees is still there. So you, you need guys. So I think a lot of it would be a good compliment in that offense, a good uh, addition to that offense. And uh, I see a lot of, um, I see Tyreek in him. I see a healthy Kadarius Tony in him uh, in the sense that he has that vision to, but don't, don't laugh, dude. Um, <laughs> I no, I, 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 Hey, I like, Tony. Tony's, I like Tony. Yeah. I love Tony. I, if Tony stays healthy, I mean, I think, you know, the way, the reason I say, I see, a little bit of Tony and Olave is because he has that vision to find, he has that sense of where the space is once he, once he reels in the catch. Um, yeah. And I think when you compare that vision and that, uh, I guess, on-field instinct to that speed and that elusiveness, I could see Olave being a top tier receiver for a number of years in this league. Now with a receiver of that type, yeah. it gets tougher as they get older. Cause a lot of their game relies on speed. Um, yeah. So, but you know, you're not going to have, you can make the argument nothing in this league lasts. Um, it's not like, you know, Tom Brady is like the one, th- one person we've seen dominate the same way for so long. Yeah. You, that, yeah. You know, five years ago, we were like, oh, who's going to stop Cam and the Panthers? Then it was, yeah, oh, and then- who, who, who's going to stop Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? They didn't even make the playoffs last year. Um, yeah. And even though I think Lamar is great, but, you yeah, know, I, I like, yeah, I like Olave with this pick. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think, you know, Michael Thomas is such a question mark. You need to bring in a receiver, no matter who the quarterback is going to be. He's a um, whether that's now or in, Yeah, he doesn't yeah, even want to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fair enough. Um, all right, so at 20, we got the Steelers. You know, I guess, you know, first we got to say, you know, very sad, big rip, Dwayne Haskins. Terrible oh, yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, know, that was I was, here. yeah, I was, um, I was shocked, man. That was like, it's one of, you know, it's, it's, uh, you think these, you think these guys are like invincible and they're just, they're, they're all, they're all regular humans. And it's just, yes, it's, it's it's, it's absolutely terrible. Hard to deal with. So young too. um, 24 years old. Yeah. That that was like, uh, what, uh, what was it? Jose Fernandez, the, uh, pitcher in Miami. That was, yeah. Yeah. you know, that was really sad. He had too. the, he was so young. the boating accident, right? 
Yeah, the boating accident. Yeah, yeah he he was like twenty four yeah, as well, right? I think I I have. To yeah, look he, was that up, but super, he was super. He was super super young. young. Like, he was dominant, and he was dominant. Oh, he was, he was so ridiculously good. good. He was yeah. he was on that Miami team with Stanton. Right? Stanton. Stanton was yeah, still there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, apparently yeah. Stan said like that, you know, he they talked about being Yankees together, which, you know, sad oh. to think, you know, this guy had his whole career ahead of him. And, yeah. You know, no, you know, I, one, one, you know, event kind of just ruins everything, you know, so yeah. I guess, I was, you know, I, I was, we kind of. No, I was going to say, I remember like back there in the 2019 draft, I wanted the Giants to take Dwayne Haskins. Um, I thought, yeah. I thought, I thought Haskins would have been much more worth um that number six pick than Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah. And I, I remember I because I, I loved Haskins out of uh, Ohio State. He was so good. Yeah. Dude do such so a nice and, ball at Ohio State. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just and he was it's, and he seems like and you know, I didn't know much about him obviously, like not since he wasn't on the Everyone team, loved him. Seemed like everyone loved him and Ev- everyone you know, thought he was guy. like great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so it's tough. Tragic. You know, very tragic, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know with the Steelers, you know, I think, you know, it is possible that they they would want to make a trade up to take a quarterback. I don't think Mitch is a long term answer over there, so uh, it's possible they make a trade up. I don't think they take anybody if they stay put at twenty. So I have them taking Kenyon Green, the guard from uh, Texas A&M. I think he is the, you know, the best. I would say the probably the best lineman left. I mean, besides maybe Linderbaum, but obviously, you know, Linderbaum's it's a center though, and. Linderbaum's dropping hard. I've seen him go outside of the first. So here, I think Kenyon Green, you know, that, that O-line is going through kind of a rebuild. Um, so I think Kenyon Green, a great guard. He slides in day one starter for whoever, you know, say they have Mitch starting, which it seems like it will be, you know, perfect mm-hmm. starter, helps him, helps helps protect him and, you know, see if that defense can carry that team to the uh, to the playoffs again. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I, if the Steelers were to trade up from like 20 to say they swapped picks with the giants at either seven or five, that's going to take an absolute Mm -hmm. haul. Like it's one thing the Seahawks going from nine to five, the Steelers going from 20. That's the, that's the shitty thing about like when you have a playoff team and then your quarterback retires it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's, it's not like, you know, it, it's, it's not like a team like, uh, you know, the Panthers are at number six and it, it, they're, they're at number six, partly because their quarterback situation sucks. Like we're not big Ben fans, but like, it's not like they're, they're they, it's not like they were throwing Sam Donald out there, you know, the, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. it's, it's like they, it's, yeah, it's a shitty situation to be in when you're at, when you're a playoff team and then you're, that's why I was like, when Tom Brady initially retired, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, yeah, I was like Tampa's fucked. <laughs> they got, yeah. you know, they oh, yeah. they're the number twenty-seven pick, and like they have like who is their next guy? Um, uh, what what's his the name? The guy from Miami. Um, no, we'll we'll, tra- we'll Kyle Trask, but the guy, uh, yeah. oh Blaine Gabbert. Oh Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask. Yeah, yeah, they took Kyle Trask last year, I think, in like yeah. the second round. And Back the second, think- yeah. And- the end second. of the second. End of the second. Yeah. No, I like that pick. Um, for yeah, I think you gotta you gotta help out Mitch on that side of the ball. Man, I yeah, mean, Mitch yeah. is not. And then, like and and like you said, it would take an absolute haul to get up from twenty to let's say the top five with you know let's say the Giants or the Jets. You know, 
I mean, you're looking at 20, a second, a future first and, and, and more just to mm. even, you know, have them and consider it. Um, you know, I would say the Saints are in a better position because they have 16 and 19, which gives the team a lot of flexibility. Uh, but with only having 20 this year, I mean, you would need a haul to get up into the top five. No, I agree. Um, Unless they include yeah. a player, but we'll see about that. Um, I mean, which player are they going to include? I don't. They're not going to trade Najee. Deontay Johnson, maybe. But the only person I could see them including. That's worth something. Like, no offense. Clay, I don't think Claypool's worth a lot. No. Um, I think Deontay Johnson, you could give a late first grade to. You know, he was really good last year. Obviously, the year before that had the drop issues. Um, so mm. it's possible that they would include him. But then again, you're getting rid of your, you know, so now you don't have a wide receiver one for your quarterback, for your new quarterback. So that would kind of be interesting. Mm. No, absolutely. Um, well, let me get back to the block. Okay. I had to go. I had to switch tabs. Uh, so 20, uh, excuse me, 21 Pats finally on the board. I'm uh, going to go Trent McDuffie, cornerback Washington. I think he's the best cornerback we have available on the board. Uh, and no more J.C. Jackson. No more Stephon Gilmore uh, yep. in a division with Josh Allen and a division with, uh, you know, who knows who's Zach Wilson. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about Tua because uh, I don't think he can reach 20 yards down the field. So yeah. it's it, – you still have he, to cover Tyreek. You still have to <laughs> – Even if he's, he's just doing slants. You still got to cover Tyreek. You still got to go against Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Uh, and if you don't have a clear-cut corner, uh, starting cornerback, then you can't do that. So I'm taking the cornerback here with this pass uh, pick. I think that's the obvious choice. Uh, Belichick probably will do something else, and I'll just be like, you know what? You know more than me. <laughs> you know, he probably, <laughs> yeah. he'll probably trade out of the first round, and I'm like, oh, he knows what he's doing. Um, yeah. And, uh Yeah. Yeah, I think it's an easy pick, and um, if 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 this is the route they want to go, I think Trent McDuffie is the best cornerback available. You could go back and forth with Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson. Um, we'll have yeah. him going in a couple picks, actually, not to uh, spoil uh, the rest of the mock. I don't know who it is. <laughs> that. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, Trent McDuffie to New England. Yeah, I think that's. I think you know that makes a lot of sense. But who knows what Bill will do? Because Bill. Obviously, he knows what he's doing. He's proven that year after year. So they'll make trade. We'll out, see. They'll make trade out of the first three rounds, and we'll be like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, he's yeah, got this. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he he probably would. All yeah. right, so twenty-two, the Packers. You know, I thought about it as a joke, um, <laughs> mocking them a quarterback because I think that would just be hilarious. Um, but I think they finally get their head uh, straight. They lost. You know, they traded Devontae Adams. The, one one of the picks they got back for Devontae Adams. Um, they just signed, I don't have the contract details even come out at this point for Aaron. I don't even know, but whatever the amount is, it's a lot of money. Um, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they're going for the, they want to win the Super Bowl. So here I got him taking Traylon Burks, who at one point might've been wide receiver one. Um, huh. you know, I think there's a lot of debate maybe for Jamison Williams or maybe even a Jahan Dotson, um, and a few other guys, Sky Moore, but. I think Traylon Burks is kind of that big body like Devontae is. I think that, you know, his slide has gotten almost too much. I still think he's a great player. So, yeah, I think they finally get Rodgers that help, and they go with Traylon Burks here. Um, I'd be surprised if wide receiver wasn't the first position they take. Uh, I know they do have their pick at 28, but I think, you know, if they have a guy and he's still there, they got to take him at 22 and just deal with the consequences. 
consequences of their later pick and finding somebody that they want. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think they got, they got to get a receiver. They have like the worst receiving corps down the league. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's I, like, well, besides the Falcons, besides the Falcons. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, top three worst, <laughs> but bottom three receiver. I don't players. even know. I and mean, because they lost what Valdez Scantling as well. So, mm-hmm. who went to the yeah. Chiefs? So, who do they even have? Like, um, you have to go to the depth Adam, like Lazard. They have Lazard. I think they still have Alan Lazard. I think that I, I know they have him, I think. Uh, so they got Juwan Winfrey, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Malik Taylor. Jesus. Yeah. Amari I mean, that's Rogers. just, that's pretty bad. Yeah, Mario Rogers, uh, you know, rookie last year. From maybe he sees some more playing time, but no one you can yeah. really rely on. Let's just say that. They'll probably draft, they'll probably draft Desmond Ryder, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, or, you know, <laughs> like a defensive tackle for some reason. Right. Yeah. We do have defensive tackle <laughs> going. We do have defensive lineman going. Next pick, 23 Cardinals. I'm taking Devontae yep. Wyatt out of Georgia. Uh, and um, I think that offense is fine. I think I love Kyler. Um, I, I like Cliff Kingsbury as an offensive uh, head coach. I like, uh, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I think, uh, but in, the, in a division that likes to run the football, Kyle Shanahan likes to run the football. Pete Carroll likes to run the football. Um, I think you got to beef up the defensive line. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, I like the uh, Devonte wide, I think is our best defensive lineman still on the board. Um, he's not what Jordan Davis is. That's obvious. But with this type, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't think it's a good move for the Cardinals to trade up for a guy like uh, Jordan Davis. Um, I just, I don't think that's the, a position you trade up for. Uh, so, yeah. but um, I think that's pretty obvious. So I like Devonte wide here at, uh, at 23. Yeah, I think it's great, Yeah. Thank you. He's a good I player. He's a great that. player. I, I appreciate you <laughs> being so uh being you know, so validating Yeah, validating your validating your pick. Yeah, yeah. All right, so 24, ticket for the Cowboys. You know, they could go a lot of directions here. I think they, you know, they could go wide receiver, and I've heard that a lot. Um, you know, just lost. I mean, just lost. They just traded Amari. Um, so now what? It's CD. Um, they got Gallup back. I do like Gallup though. I'm a big Gallup. I like guy. Gallup. Yeah. Actually, I want to, I want to the Jets mm-hmm. to take Gallup, but you know, I think you know what the Cowboys have been known for in the past, and, and I think they're losing a step in is is O line, and I think you know protecting Dak is super important. I think protect you know providing that you know the holes for Zeke or Tony Pollard, whoever it's going to be, Zeke kind of is eating up a huge contract. Um, and I'm actually surprised that they traded Amari instead of Zeke. But then again, I don't think anyone's taking Zeke with that contract. So here I got the Cowboys taking Zion Johnson, the guard from BC. Actually saw him play this year. Um, going to be honest, at the time, had no idea who he was. Didn't even know he was on the field. Um, but now, obviously, <laughs> I know how good he is. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, it's going to provide more protection for Dak. I think they their wide receiver core is solid enough where they can maybe try to go for somebody Later in the draft, they don't have to go for somebody, you know, here in the first round. I don't think they should force themselves into taking somebody unless there is someone that they really love. Um, you could make the argument since Jameson Williams is still on our board that he could definitely be uh, taken here. But I think Zion Johnson, guard, sure up that O-line even more and, uh, you know, protect that. I think that's the most important thing that they have to do right now. No, I agree. Yeah, I think you have to um... – you have to do something with that offense. I mean, especially with, as you said, Amari's gone. They have to take that next step. They have to mm-hmm. – this. they cannot waste years with Dak Prescott. They have yeah. to win. 
They have to win championships. Um, and I think in a spot like this, at a pick number 24, which obviously isn't the best spot um, for a team that could go various directions, um, just because you don't have the surplus of options that you would in a top 10 or top 15. Um, yeah, I like that pick a lot. Um, number 25, Bills. Got to go Andrew Booth Jr. I said he'd be off the board in, our, uh, in a couple picks, cornerback from Clemson. Just watching that playoff game against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Defend the, uh, please defend the fucking pass. Please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Tredavious fight will be helped back and healthy this year. So that'll be helpful. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's fine to get a guy, um, you know, you can't have too many, bo- you can't have enough bodies in the secondary. I think no, Andrew, Booth is ch- Andrew Booth is talented. I think he's NFL ready considering the, um, competition he went up against in the ACC so uh at a program like Clemson so I like Andrew Booth Jr. there as I said they could not they just watching that playoff game I'm like yeah this team needs this team needs another body and the Bills are going up against you know look at the playoffs you know that they'll be going up against Herbert Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson um Patrick Mahomes so you know you kind of have to and that's just all in one division (laughs) Um, but you kind of have to be ready to defend against the pass because those teams are going to pass a lot. So, you know, it's a mm-hmm. no-brainer here. Because the Bills are in this position where, you know, they can kind of – they don't have – they can almost pick, you know, any of their offenses so set. You know, you can make an argument maybe for running back. But, you know, mm-hmm. with Josh Allen, I don't think you need to worry about the offense as much. You get Booth, you know, and try to help, you know, defending against the pass with, you know, going up against Mahomes or Herbert or – you know, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson or even Derek Carr. So, yeah, Burrow and and Deshaun now and you know Lamar. Oh, that conference you know, you got, is stacked. There's going to be yeah, multiple I mean, star quarterbacks not playing in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if you're going up against those guys all the time, you kind of got to be ready uh, to defend the pass because those are guys that will. Yeah, if you're if your secondary's not there, they're going to rip you apart and you're going to lose the game. You're not going to be able to. I mean, I think Josh yeah. Allen is one of those guys that can do the same. But I think mm-hmm. there's too many in the AFC where if your secondary isn't good, like you are going to get ripped apart. Like you mm-hmm. are, like your defense isn't going to have a chance. Um, yeah. There's too many. There's too many top, top tier talented quarterbacks in the AFC right now. So, gotta defend the pass. Absolutely. Um, Twenty six. You're taking my guy, dude. I was hoping twenty six. Twenty six. He's definitely got the could slip, but I think you know. I was hoping he would slip to the Giants pick. in the second round. I would, I would hope he slips to the Jets in the second round as well. Um, I think, you know, there's going to be people that slip. And I think, honestly, I'm actually kind of surprised I took this guy over Jamison Williams. But I did. I think Jamison, you know, he's grown on me since we've done this month. And I think that, you know, he's looking a lot more positive on his recovery. But still, right. I think Jahan Dotson here. He's a great talent mm-hmm. overall, no matter what, State, no matter yeah. what way you spin it at a Penn State. Yeah, he's I mean, he's great. And I think, you know, the Titans, um, do they take a quarterback here? You know, Tannehill didn't look great last year. They just lost. You know, I mean, I mean, Julio's gone. They did trade for Robert Woods, but he's also coming off ACL surgery. So, you know, I think here, you know, I looked at some mocks because I'm obviously don't have my ear to the to the Titans as much. Um but, you know, I think Jahan Dawson's a good pick here. I think he provides a lot. I think he's really good. He'll be really good to pair with um, 
AJ Brown if he's there. Uh, if he's not, then obviously, you know, why is, is a no brainer. Mm-hmm. You know, they have Derrick Henry, uh, who's going to be dominant as he always is, as, as long as he's healthy. So, you know, I think, you know, having a three of Dotson, AJ Brown and Robert Woods would be really good for Tannehill. And if he kind of proves that he can't, you know, at least, you know, compete, you know, as a top, maybe not a top 10 quarterback, but at least a top 15, then you kind of, at least you'll have, you know, AJ Brown and Jahan Dotson for the next guy that the Titans do go after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I see Jahan Dotson is one of those guys. I mean, him and Olave remind me of each other um, just from yeah. that, that, that speed and that, that, that type of receiver that they are not the biggest guys, but their speed, um, their speed helps them overcome their lack of size. So, yeah, I, I like Jahan Dotson. I think, I, I, obviously, I said I wanted to slip to the Giants in the second round, but I don't think he will. I think he's a late first-rounder. Um, I think this yeah. wide receiver class is too stacked, and I think there are there are some guys that they're going to go in the first round that may you, you probably initially thought that they weren't going to go in the first round. And I think Jahan mm-hmm. Dotson is one of those guys. And I think when, when you look at – when you – Combine Dotson with AJ Brown and Derrick Henry. That offense. I don't even think you need a quarterback like a star quarterback because I don't think you know Tannehill isn't. But you know they they still the Titans were the number one seed in the AFC last year. They had a bye yeah. last year. So you know do you, it's it's one of those things where do you? I say it all the time. You need a star quarterback in this league, but you know look at the situation they're in with Tannehill last year. It's like. Do they really need like uh, Josh Allen, the Sean Watson, Mahomes, Herbert type of guy? Yeah. I think they could roll the dice with Tannehill and still be what they were last year, if not better. But they're going to need, who you know, they need another guy to help Tannehill. Yeah. And they, they, take they wanted Julio Tannehill. to be that guy. And, and he couldn't stay healthy. And, you know, and he's, he, and he's old. So he's up there now you get a yeah. guy. You now you got a guy that's young and he sees the field well. And, you know, you give Tannehill more of that short pass and that mm-hmm. high, you know, yak um, ability. So right. it makes Tannehill's job easier. Um, they don't need, I, I agree. I don't think they need Tannehill to be, you know, a top 10 guy. I think obviously they need him to be, you know, a top 15 guy, top 17 mm-hmm. guy, whatever you want to say. And I think Dawson will give him that ability. Like I said, quick passes, yard after catch ability. And, you know, just take some pressure off of them overall. Mm-hmm. All right, number 27, uh, Tampa Bay. I got Tyler Linderbaum, finally off the board, uh, interior offensive lineman out of Iowa. Obviously, I mean, this is a guy that we thought could be an option for the Jets initially at 10, and he's just slipped yeah. slipped down. You see some mocks. You said it before. There are some mocks that had him outside the first round. But I think there's still ultimately a good chance he is a late first rounder. Um, I don't yeah. think he slips past much of where he is now. Um, which is a late first rounder, not just in this mock, but a lot of other mocks. And uh, when you look at the Bucks, I think they're set with their weapons, obviously with um, a guy like Chris Godwin uh, and uh, Mike Evans, and obviously Tom Brady. It's you know that's been yeah. an issue there. And For, uh, yeah, Fournette's back, I think, right? Fournette, and you know we we don't know with Gronk, but you know I I, I think Gronk could still be serviceable. Um, he's not the yeah. Gronk of old, and that's not his. You know, he's he's up there in age now. So, 
Um, he's already retired once, and who knows if he's going to come back. But they need some help on the offensive line, especially after the retirement of uh, Ali Marpet. Um, so they uh, they need some help, and I think Linderbaum can have that, can sport that versatility to be to play at play at the center position and play at one of the two guard spots. Uh, I think they could. You know, it's one of those guys where he could be a starter right away. But if he's not ready, they could always develop him into a starter down the road, maybe halfway through the year or second year. Um, but yeah. I think they need some help on the interior of the offensive line. And I think uh, when you look at the re- the offensive linemen that are left, uh, Linderbaum is arguably the top guy. So I, I don't think yeah. this is that out of left field of a selection or wouldn't be. So, yeah, I think Linderbaum would I, – I think Linderbaum is one of those guys where – He's slipping, but you're going to start to question at some point why was he slipping? Um, yeah. Just from his his uh, his versatility and his size, and I I I, I believe that Linderbaum is going to be a solid offensive lineman in this league. And we're as I, I said, he, he's gonna it's going to start to we're going to start to be like why was he slipping? You know why? I think Thibodeau is going to yeah. be like that too. You know, I think Thibodeau's yeah. going to be dominant at the next level, and we're going to start to say, like, why did some mocks have him going number nine or number ten? Why did you know? Why did we think that he was going to be outside the top six? You know, you know, it's it's going to be one of those. And you have players like that every year. I think Linderbaum is one of those players of for this year. Yeah, I mean, I would love for him to slip into the second for the Jets to take him, but you know, oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about the Jets is like. I think the Jets are set there. Up. Yeah, yeah, but I think McGovern the Jets. Solid, but... I mean, McGovern is solid, but you you know who knows if he's a long term answer. But as far as two yeah. guard spots, they, the, the Jets have their answers. I mean, yeah, oh, hopefully, yeah. no, the Jets... hopefully, Lake and Tomlinson is worth the money. I mean, who knows? But um, he, he Elijah Vera Tucker seems to be panning out pretty well. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know yeah. that's 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 me. It's an under exaggeration, obviously. I mean, he was great yeah. last year. Um, so, but yeah, if, if, if that's the route Douglas wants to go, it's a GM that I don't really question ever. So, but yeah, yeah I, I got he, he, he has proven he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I think that's a good pick. Uh, so next we got the Packers back on the board and I think here, Uh-oh. you know, you know, that the, the offensive coordinator for the Packers literally came out and said that they should take a tackle. So I'm going to take a tackle. I'm going to take, uh, Bernard Ryman. I think he's the best tackle left. Um, we had to switch this one you know, too because he actually originally had Sam Howell going here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I saw that. Yeah, you had. Yeah, you were like, yeah, no, trust me. I, I, yeah, I mean that would be funny as hell if they did do that. I think I would honestly start crying, laughing. You know, because it drafts him like fifteen <laughs> you know days. I think if 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 if, if it's an every year thing, we're like, oh, is this Rogers last year? <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Jordan Love's not the guy. I'm so out on Jordan Love. I never was in on Jordan Love. Like, I thought thought it was like, everyone thought it was a questionable pick to begin with. Yeah, it it was a questionable. You like like Bernard here, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, the offense coordinator came out, said that they need to tackle. They have Bakari, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Bakari, Bakari. They have him on the left. Um, so Bernard would come in, obviously not as much pressure being on the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I think, I think maybe finally the Packers realize they have to send everything into the offense, everything to give Aaron Rodgers the best chance of winning. I think he is a top three quarterback in the NFL. Um, and if you can, you know, 
surround him with the talent he needs. I think that he is that guy that can win you a Super Bowl. Um, no doubt on my mind. So get him a wide receiver earlier with, you know, Burks and then go O tackle, shore up that right side for him. And, you know, kind of help the run with AJ Dillon, help the run with Aaron Jones. Um, so you don't have another uh, San Francisco where you basically lost the special teams and Jimmy Garoppolo sat there and did nothing. Uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, especially with the O coordinator coming out saying that they want to, they, 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 they need a tackle to shore up that position. Bernard Ryman's the best tackle left. Take him here, you know, and just hope Rodgers wins you a Super Bowl. I mean, if he doesn't, that's going to taint his legacy. I mean, I still think he's the oh, most, yeah. I think he's the most talented quarterback of all time, just skill wise. Um, but that one Super Bowl, like just that one, and yeah. it happening already 12 years. We were in eighth grade when that yeah, happened. It's crazy to think. I like mean, it was a young Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. And it would, I, I bet back then, if you, if you had to take, you know, bets on how many he'd have by now, I guarantee nobody would say one. I guarantee yeah. people would have said at least two, maybe three, maybe same even four thing with Drew Brees. Yeah, Drew Brees the same way. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just and there's then there's those guys that you know kind of uh, you know obviously you have the Brady, you have the Peyton Manning. Um, mm. So you know, I think I, I think I agree that if he doesn't win one before he retires, his, his legacy is going to be tainted, and he may start to slip out of people's top five all time. So I think that's ridiculous. I think it's, um, but yeah. you know, there's, who knows? I think, the, but, the, but there's already people that are doing it. Um, whether or not he wins one, he's going to be in my top five. Um, but if he does win one, I think you cannot keep him out of the top five. Um, I think you have to, yeah, I, I would either you to put him over Peyton Manning, but you know, that's mm-hmm. just me. But yeah, like I said, throw everything in Aaron Rodgers, oh, wins you a Super Bowl, and then he retires off into the sunset, and you know, you start the rebuild. But at least you have a starting right tackle with Sam Howell. (laughs) Imagine. 29. We're coming out of the wire. Damn. Um, So we got Chiefs back to pack picks, uh, which is always a fucking weird scenario because, like, it's just like, you know, it's like it gets to a point where, like, it doesn't matter who you take first, but is that the guy you take second? They're like, wait, 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 wait. wait." (laughs) Exactly. Like, you picked me at 30? Why not at 29? Yeah, yeah, right. And at least for them, it might be a difference of like twenty thousand dollars a year, and they're like, hey. "That's true." Yeah, that is true. And it's like, at least, yeah. Oh, dude, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. Like, it changes the contract a little bit. <laughs> no, it does. Fuck, yeah, I someone's gonna be pissed. That. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you take me at twenty nine? At least I make be sure, dude. Yeah, right. Like, at least I, you like, could have traded. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm taking a uh, 29. I'm taking Jamison Williams out of Alabama. They need a receiver. Tyree kills gone. Um, you know, obviously Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback that can overcome, uh, numerous setbacks, some of them possibly major, such as the loss of Tyree kill. But, uh, it, uh, yeah, you still gotta get a receiver with this pick or the next pick, whichever one you decide. But at 29, I'm, I'm having yeah. Jamison Williams. Uh, yeah, I think he's the best receiver left on this board. We obviously, uh, you thought maybe either him or Dotson at 26, um, but it's, you know, yeah. Williams is uh, with that rehab, but he, uh, with the injury, but yeah, I think he's the best receiver left on this board in a, in a receiver class that's stacked. They need one. Uh, when you look at, so who is their, who's their number one guy right now? Probably Hardman 
Oh no, they yeah. so they they have you know they they got uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Um, he's not a number one. Juju's not no. a number one. I don't think McCole Hartman's a number no. one. I think Jamison Williams, a guy no. who could be a number one. I think it's going to be they're going to have to have a year where they don't have a true number one receiver, which is totally fine because they have a quarterback who's a superstar. You know, it's one yeah. thing if the yeah. Giants don't have a number one receiver or the Jets don't have a number one receiver, a true number one, uh, because it, and that's a problem because they don't have quarterbacks who have proven themselves. You know, yeah. Patrick yeah. Mahomes can survive with a bunch of number twos, bunch of number threes, you know, yeah. obviously, I mean, obviously yeah. more so number two is the number threes, but you know, I, I think Jamison Williams is a guy who could be a number one down the road. Obviously I think he's NFL already just from the, uh, copy coming from Alabama, the competition he went up against. I think anybody from those schools who are first round caliber players are NFL ready. I don't think yeah, there's 100%. much, it's a lot easier to, uh, develop a guy from Alabama than develop a guy like, you know, look at some of the schools we have just on this list from guy, you know, uh, uh, Northern Iowa, Trevor Penn or yeah. central Michigan, uh, yeah. or even, you know, like Trent McDuffie out of Washington, obviously, you know, Washington's a good football school, but it's no Alabama. It's no Ohio state. No, so, no. You I know, think, like uh, Sky Moore from, I don't even know. I, Western I Michigan. Where's Sky from? Western Michigan, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like him too. You know, he's he's got speed. I like Scott um, Moore. I think he's he could be a sneaky first round pick, depending on how fast wide receivers fly off the board. Oh but, yeah, like if I more said, wide receivers fly off the board in the top fifteen, and we think I think Sky Moore can sneak, maybe oh, maybe 100%. sneak, maybe here, because maybe he, here to be, be completely honest with how I've heard Williams rehab is going, I would be surprised if Jamison Williams doesn't go in the top twenty. I think. I think before his injury, there's a debate he's wide receiver one in this class. His yeah. injury sets him back. Rehab's yeah. going well now. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him go in the late teens to early teens, um, mid-teens. Like, I think I think it, there's definitely an argument that he goes earlier than definitely Jahan Dotson. Besides that, you know, I think Burke Solave. I think he's going to be around that range. Um, but like we said, someone's always going to fall. Um but, you know, you change a few picks in this of, of, of people wanting receiver. For instance, if I change the Jets taking ten, then that's one extra guy going. Um, you know, we have the Eagles and the Saints both taking one. Um, but you never know. You really never know who's going to take what. The commanders could take, take a receiver with, you know, um, with only really Terry being, you know, a, a mm-hmm. relative solid target. Uh, right. And they want to maybe give once a chance, a better chance. So. I think there's a few teams that could, you know, draft receiver and that'll push Jameson up even more. Mm, absolutely. Um, all right. We got uh, coming down the wire again, 30. Chiefs. Yep. Who's, get, 30. who's getting Chiefs, less money? Chiefs again. Who's getting less money? I have Gear Elam, cornerback um, from Florida. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen him go a lot earlier than a lot of mocks. Um, I think he's a great talent. Uh, like we said, you know, it's a passing league and you're going to be mm-hmm. in that division. You got Russ. You got Herbert and, you know, you know, probably the worst quarterback is Derek Carr, who's, you know, a top 12 guy in the league or, you know, in my opinion, I guess you could say. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have to defend the pass a lot. You're losing, you know, Tyron. So, you know, that's like your slot corner safety, you know, plays all over the place. Uh, I just think, you know, corner is, is an easy pick here for them. Like I said, you need to defend that ass. Um, you don't really have, you know, a lot of wiggle room in that division. You know, you're going to be going up against, Really, really good wide receivers and Keenan Allen, 
really, and Devontae Adams and, you know, Sutton, Jerry, Judy, they might not be as good mm-hmm. as those guys just named, but still solid guys and, you know, great quarterbacks. So get that secondary ready to basically deal with, you know, heavy, heavy pass passing teams. Uh, so I think, you know, best corner available right here. We have Kair Elam, the best corner available on the board. So easy pick for the Chiefs there. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's another, that the defense is what sets that team back. Even with yeah. the loss of Tyreek, the defense is still the thing, the side of the ball that sets that team back. That's like, it, it, that's one of those art. That's why, like, if they don't improve that defense for next year, for next season, you know, what's like stopping any of us from making the art, I guess Patrick Mahomes is, but like what's stopping us from making the argument that like they could be like, you know, a number three or four team in that division. I, know, I mean, in all honesty, I don't think there's really even like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is the only stopping that. And even with how good he is, I still think, I mean, look, what did they start this past year? I mean, Oh, they, they were, were like, what, they, were, they were struggling. Yeah. They were like three and four. Yeah, yeah, I think and I think they even started worse than like one and three or something like that. And then they went on a huge yeah. run where they won like nine straight. Right. So, you know, and especially with, I think a lot of those games are going to be close games. And if you lose those close games, then, you know, you mm-hmm. could see a spot where the, where the juice may be, I mean, it's hard to say, but even under 10 wins, it's possible if that defense can't keep up with that division. I mean, you're looking at possibly getting swept by some of those teams because they are really that good. Herbert and is that good. Gonna, Russ is that good. Yeah. And if you're going against those quarterbacks and now Devontae and now obviously Derek Carr is locked in with that new contract. And I think Derek Carr deserves that kind of money because I think Derek Carr is much, I think Derek Carr, it, you, you could tell how good that division is when the worst quarterback in the division is getting a $121.5 million extension today. Yeah. Yeah. For like, for three years. So I mean, yeah, that's absurd that's, money. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a great player. I think like we said, uh, you know, you got to defend the pass in that division or yeah. you're not going to be able to win ga- win a lot of games against them. Yeah. Same so, thing with yeah. this, uh, this next division. So the AFC North. So at number 31, I got the Bengals taking boy, Mafe edge rusher out of Minnesota. I think, you know, a lot of people were saying they have to draft in uh, an offensive lineman, but when you look at what they've done in free agency, I mean, they got Lyle Collins, Alex Kappa. I mean, those are two starting offensive linemen right there. So I think yeah. you could have the flexibility because of those uh, those um, acquisitions. You can uh, you can have the flexibility to focus on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm taking Mafe. And the thing is, in that division, you're going against uh, Lamar. You're going against Deshaun Watson. So it, obviously the Steelers aren't going to be a heavy passing team this year if they're truly rolling the dice with um with Mr. Bisky and it seems like they are unless they make a big trade and move up to you know top 10 pick to take quarterback doesn't seem yeah. like it's, it's it seems like Mitch is the guy you know if, and, it, and it's, for this year yeah yeah exactly so if so that, that won't be a problem but you still have to go against Lamar twice you still got to go against Deshaun Watson twice you got to rush the pass and so I think yeah. uh I think you could an argument could be made for Mafe or David Ojabo out of Michigan, but Ojabo d- did just tear the Achilles in his pro day. Um, yeah, did tough, you see the injury. video? Did you see the video? Yeah, of him they, they, Achilles? They, nobody, nobody fucking went over and helped him. 
Yeah, that's absurd. I mean, like, and literally, like, not a sick. Everybody was just like walked away, like, oh, whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, they're, 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 sometimes they're treated like pieces of meat, which is crazy. You know, you gotta, oh, you I gotta, I, no one showed concern for him at all, which is just crazy. It's crazy. Like, they're probably just like, oh, I guess he's off of our board now. Like, it, it, which is, like, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. they're so, like, it's so heartless. I, I watched the video. It's like, nobody's going to go. It's like in pain on the ground. Obviously, it's yeah. Achilles. And it's like, nobody's going over to fucking album. Like, it's just yeah. absurd. No, but, it's, yeah. it's, it's heartless. Yeah. But he's, so, um, tough. not to, not to spoil it, but that's your, that's your first round, Mr. Uh, the first, I, First round, Mr. Irrelevant, I guess, at number 32. Yeah, first, the, the last at 32. Uh, you know, like we said earlier with the Lions, they're the team that needs to take the big swing. You know, they they are, you know, they, you know, a lot of people said they are, they were the best, worst team of all time um, because they were always in the games, but they just couldn't win it. But I think going forward, you have to look like how many guys do they have that you can say, oh, I want to build this team around. Um so you obviously have, they took, you know, like Goff isn't the guy. They, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, I can't even, like, name a lot of guys that they got. Uh, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown definitely exceeded expectations. Um, so, you know, why not take a big swing at a guy that was most likely going to be a top 15 pick if it wasn't for the injury? Uh, do you take David Ojabo here? You know, hope, you know, you, you help him get the strength back. You rehab him really well. He Because the thing is, is, I think as being a as as being a team like the Lions, you aren't going to win. You're not looking to win this year. You're not even really looking to win next year. So you know you take Malik at two because you're going to develop him, and then here you take a guy that you know could be a top fifteen player in this draft class. You just got to let him rehab. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, so you, so I I have him taking a job. I think there's a lot of safer picks, but like I said, like you're not looking to compete this year, really. And, you know, if we're being realistic about the expectations. You're looking mm-hmm. to develop the young players and, you know, set yourself up for the future. So, you know, why not take a guy that doesn't have to play right away? He could play in the, mm. you know, he could start playing in week six, week 10. He doesn't even have to play at all this year. Really, it doesn't matter because this year is a wash for them. So, you know, take a big swing, hope he rehabs well, and he turns into that player that, you know, everyone thought he was going to be before the injury. Right. And I, whenever, like, somebody tears an Achilles now, like it's always like people think it's gonna be as quick as recovery as um Rams running back. Um, Rams running back uh, towards Achilles. Cam Akers. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's gonna be like as quick as a recovery as Cam Akers, and I'm like yeah. Cam Akers recovery was unheard of. Yeah, that was he exciting. was supposed to be clear cut season ending and he ended up in the he was in the playoffs. Yeah. It was like yeah, yeah he played what? Was it was it the conference? Like, when did he come in? Was he was it in the first week? Like, I know he's in the Super Bowl. I know he played the game before that, but did he play? Did he play their first game? Um, let me look. Uh, let me look at like um, the good old pro football reference. Uh, let's go to no, dude. He played uh week eighteen. Oh yeah! Oh my god, he did. Yeah, that's crazy. Week eighteen, yeah. Crazy. I mean, he only he only carried the ball five times. Like, they're not gonna like, you know, he's he's not yeah. getting Derrick Henry. He's not getting the bulk of the load first yeah. game back. Especially they probably they already made the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. At, um, oh he, yeah, yeah, they clinched. They clinched one too, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he was on his way back too because it says like 
it says for the first 15, uh, first 14 games, this did not play. And then week 16 and 17, it says inactive. So I don't know if he was, if it was one of those things, I forget it, where if you, you come off IR and there's, you can yeah. like practice or no, cause mm-hmm. it was, I, I don't know. But anyway, so like, yeah, but at the same with, with Ojabo, like, you know, and we talk about like the opposing quarterbacks in that division, you know, Rogers is still Rogers. I'm higher on Kirk than a lot of other people are. I think Kirk can really dial it up if he's in it. And, and there are yeah. other games, as you said, that he forgets the, how to play football, but when he doesn't forget how, when he doesn't forget how to play football, the dude knows how to ball out. Yeah, I mean, he does. Look, he I does. mean, Kirk has Kirk has better numbers than a lot of quarterbacks too. He had what thirty three yeah. touchdowns and seven picks last year. There's not a lot of quarterbacks that can do that. Not a lot of quarterbacks yeah, a, he, who can he, throw yeah. thirty five and thirteen the year before. He's an underrated guy for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you need pass rushers in that division. And who knows with Justin Fields? This is supposed to be, you know, that jump from year one to year two with Justin Fields. This is in, they have a new head coach, um, new GM. It's a new era in, uh, with the Bears, so with a bunch of new guys. So who knows if this is the year that Justin Fields um, makes that jump. And Justin Fields struggled last year, but he's still a first-round pick. So he's still mm-hmm. expected to be the franchise quarterback for the future in Chicago. So they're going to need a guy to go up against him for years to come. That's sort of yeah. the expectation. Yeah. So I, yeah, I like this pick yep. a lot. Um, and yeah, if, if, if who knows how much he's going to play, um, who knows how long his rehab is going to be. It sucks. Like that's, that no, sucks. Terrible. Cause he would he, not he, be he, here. If it injured. Oh no, he'd be up. He would have been off the board a while ago. He probably, he, people, he could have went before Jermaine or even Trayvon. Like in all honesty. Oh yeah. Oh, people were mocking him top 10. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's got that talent. Like I yeah, said, the Lions have to be realistic. They're not competing this year. He did slip a little bit, I feel like, before the injury. And then the injury happened. A little bit. But I, a little bit. I, I, don't but think, I don't think he would have slept, like, slipped outside of, you know, like. Not a, not a Linderbaum slip. No, he was not slipping out of the top 20, in my opinion. But it was, like, a couple picks, and then the injury happened, and that's what sort of, like, was like, okay, he's a second rounder now. Which is a big yeah. jump from being top 10, possibly, to second rounder, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially in money. It's huge. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. and then, Well, I'm just, not, yes. not even just the money, but just talking about, like, you know, just in general. Like, just going from a top 10, that valuable of a selection and that valuable of an yeah. acquisition to now being a, a second round pick, which is still a valuable. Like, I don't like when people are like, oh, if it's not first round, like, who cares? You can get great like, guys. In the, I mean, you can oh get my great God. guys anywhere. You take a guy and i you could take a guy number 33 overall and people are like, Oh, who cares? I'm like, he's one pick away from being a first round. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally, it's like when you get your test grades back and you think like an 80 is so much different than a 79. Yeah. Well, you know, that does it just like that. feels so much. It just feels so much different. It feels yeah. so much different. And you're like, Oh, this is pretty good. I did well. I was 79. I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like you bring, you're in middle school. Like my parents are going to kill me. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. So we, that, right, yeah, we should uh, we should probably. So what is it? Fifteen days until the draft? Yeah, fifteen. I mean, I don't think it's going to change much. Um, no, no. I mean, we could we could do a we could do a podcast going over what happened and see, you know, how 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 right and wrong we were. I think that. Oh, would you be mean after? Funny. Yeah, after after the draft. Oh yeah, we're doing or that. At least after the me? first round. 
Yeah, we, and we're I'm, keeping I'm this. I'm excited for people to roast us. Like we're keeping like this. That listen, we're keeping this. Uh, this doc. No, oh, like, Google doc it's, that we have. Yeah, yeah. we got to like. Mean, what we'll, we'll do is I mean, we'll, we'll for next to it. We'll put the actual. Yeah, and we'll compare like how wrong we were, or maybe right. this would be a crazy pick. Like the Raiders aren't drafting in the first round. Usually, they would take like a third round grade guy in the first round, but. Right. Yeah, we, like, they can't do that this year to us. Mm-hmm. No, like you could, uh, you could, like, yeah. It, it's it, it would be fun to just like line it up and just like see like how wrong they are. But anyway, um, as always, thank you, man, for coming on. This was great. Always yeah. glad to have a good conversation. Can't wait Absolutely. to see what people think. <laughs> can't wait to see how like wrong we are. Good oh Lord. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> yeah, we got to do our percentage too. Like, oh, we got to see who was more right, you know? <laughs> if we get, like, 14 out of 30... No, we're not getting 14. That's a lot. If we get, no like, way. 14... Oh, yeah. If we're, like, that's, like, draft expert. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how we, low the bar is. But I, I do have a question, though. So, I think for certain teams, like, the people that have two picks, I think that, like, especially the Chiefs, like, if you mock... Like, so, say I was... I said Elam at, at, at 30... I think yeah. if he goes at 29, we should count that. Like, I think that counts. No, no, we got to be dead on, dude. It has to, like, wait, so what if they flipped? What if it's Jameson at 30 and Elam at 29? We can't count that at all? No, like, no. What if we... It's different contracts. <laughs> That's true. Different, it's contracts. different contracts. What so, is it going to say? It, we'll uh, it, what is it going to say? Like, if we go to, like, if, if Elam goes at number 29, what's his Wikipedia page going to say? 29 or 30? Yeah, that's fair. That's gonna say twenty nine, so we're wrong. Wikipedia is never wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think we just gotta be gotta give us a little bit of wiggle room. We aren't these draft experts, or you know. Also, these, we also need to take into account we didn't do trades. Yeah, yeah. Trades are gonna switch a lot up, especially Dude, if someone if trades did, up for a corner or for a we, quarterback. If we did trades and we had to explain our trades, we would be here till like midnight. It's like nine forty five oh, right now. We would be here yeah. till midnight. <laughs> I'd You're be like, trying to explain the draft value of like sixteen and nineteen to the Saints to trade up to four with the Jets, and they had to throw in this. And like, I can't stand this. Like, there's this draft value chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. said, and it said like how like the Jets actually were offering more value to um, the Chiefs than the Dolphins were for Tyreek. And I'm sitting here like, which team offered the first round pick? Was it the Dolphins? Or did the Jets offer the first round pick? Oh, it was the Dolphins? Well, you know what? They offered more. I don't care about a draft value chart. Yeah. Like we always, yeah well, we always like, I mean, the Jets weren't offering 10. That was never happening. So. Yeah, like, like they, they go, oh, the Jets, the, due to the draft value chart. I'm like, do we have to, like, make everything more complicated? Which team offered a first round tr- pick? Truthfully, truthfully, it didn't matter. They accept both, both offers. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What you want to consider was more. Uh, it came down to what Tyreek wanted. Tyreek was To be head. fair. First of all, he like trains in Miami. Second of all, it's Miami. Uh, a lot of them uh, live in Miami. A, a again, lot of players Miami. live in Miami. Yeah, because they train in the offseason. In the offseason. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, why and would plus, you? Like, yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't want to live in Miami? Like, I personally would love to live in Miami. You think Stephon so, Diggs and Josh Allen are staying up in Buffalo in the offseason? Like, yeah, I want to hang out. No. Get some no, work in no. at the local I think, high school. I, I guarantee they would love if that team got relocated to, you know. Florida. So well, they're not going because now because they got that big stadium deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, right? No, but yeah. like you know, I think anybody with a brain would take 
uh, Miami, especially with the, uh, you know, especially with, you know, the income tax. I think you had to take that in consideration. I think the difference was a few million, uh, the four or $5 million a year that Tyreek would be missing out on if -hmm. he accepted the same contract from New York. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, you, you got, and I, I don't think that, um, I don't think that Tua is the perfect, you know, quarterback for Tyreek due to the fact that he can't throw the ball more than 25 yards. But mm-hmm. I, at the end of the day, you know, you're living there for the next, what, four years he signed for? On some, so. on some quick slants, I guess. Yeah, just, you know, or just, you know, you know, just don't even move. Just let Tyreek throw the ball to you. <laughs> Do, like, you know, screens, wide receiver screens. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. But just send a Tyreek on any route. I think it's going to be pretty, uh, yeah, I think pretty he'll dangerous. Do, I think he'll do just fine. He'll be all right for the next four years. But as always, thanks so much, man. Appreciate you coming on. Of course. All right. Talk to you soon. Later, brother. All right. There you have it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our full 32 pick first round mock draft. I know you might roast us on some things. I get it. There were some surprises. As I said, we didn't do any trades. That's obvious. That's most likely not how the first round is going to go. There's probably going to be at least one or two trades. But as I said to Robbie, we did this Wednesday night. We would have been there till midnight talking about who's trading up, who's trading back, what picks are given up, what picks the team that's trading back are getting, whether it be in this round, excuse me, in this draft, next year's draft, whether a player would be in the mix. There's a lot of different things we would have talked about if we did trades. And that's, I don't like to do trades in my mocks because I feel like it's real make-believe type shit. So, um, didn't do any trades. But yeah, there's going to be some surprises. We're going to be wrong on some things. It's draft season. Everybody who does mocks, everybody who does predictions uh, are going to be wrong on some things. So, roast us as much as you want. No problem there. Uh, But without further ado, thanks so much for tuning in to episode 110 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Honey, E-S-N-Y. Follow Robbie on Twitter, at Robert Lettinen. Listen to and subscribe to the Wide Right Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, have a good weekend.